At the age of 26, my business was half a million dollars in debt. As an entrepreneur, you get pushed around. The question I faced was, how would I crawl out from underneath the debt and grow my business? The exciting part is, I have a multi-million dollar business now. But the truth is, there is no perfect entrepreneur. Join me and follow along as I share with you the mindset and business strategies needed to grow any company. My name is Oliver Fernandez. Welcome to the Imperfect Entrepreneur. How are you? This is Oliver Fernandez with The Imperfect Entrepreneur. And today, we're going to talk about why most people are not going to understand your opportunity like you can. So the other parents at our daughter Lily's daycare have been hosting pizza parties on Friday in a local park. And we had one last Friday. And it was so cool to watch Lily like interact with her friends, both older and younger. <laughs> and, and, you know, obviously she wanted to keep up with the older kids, even though she can't really walk. And uh, so daddy was was running around the playground trying to keep up with the older kids. And then... Um, and then for the younger kids, you know, she was holding the hands and, and, and giving them big smiles and hugs. And it was, it was really, really cool to, to see, um, her enjoying it and, and, and just how sweet she was to those kids. Um, so over the past two weeks, uh, I have had two multifamily deals sell. Like they've bought, money's been wired, documents have been signed, like they're closed transactions. Um, and these apart, multifamily deals are like apartment buildings where people live in and, and they're basically like having like a single family home stacked on top of each other. Right. And you got typically they're they're in a communities of like 100 plus. So there's a bunch of single families stacked upon each other in, in this community. Right. So I've also been notified that we're going on market to sell another two deals that I've invested in as well. So like. That's four deals in the matter of like, uh, like a month's time span that we're, that was, I was notified that we're going to be selling. And I was really excited about it, you know? Um, and the reason why I was excited about it was because, you know, prior to getting into these, these investments, I was extremely nervous. I felt like I wanted to do it, but I didn't really understand it. And I didn't have anybody really around me that understood it. So like I, 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 w- I was struggling, you know, um, it really was. I, I felt like um, I felt like this was my dream to get involved in these types of investments um, in that if I didn't take action on it, that I would um, I, I kind of wouldn't be true to myself, you know. Uh, so 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 seeing that these deals are selling, it's kind of like, wow, like I took action and, and now I'm getting the results of that action. So to dig deeper into some of these deals, right? Like these deals have like a pro forma of a minimum return of like 15% per year. And a pro forma is uh, like on paper, how the projections of the property is going to perform, right? And like pro forma is basically, you know, it's paper with a bunch of numbers on it and like it can or it cannot perform that way. It's just, you know, it's it's nothing in, in, in stone. It's just, this is 
what we think and this is the vision for the property, right? And all these deals exceeded the, those returns that were on that pro forma and not by just a little bit, but by a lot. And then obviously we got back our original capital. So like if you put in a hundred grand, get that hundred grand back um, at the, at sale. Right. And then plus the, you know, the, the minimum of a 15% return over, over um, the time the per year over the time frame that we've, we've had the investment. Right. So some of those deals I've had for three years. So like, you know, the minimum return would have been like 35%, but we were getting back returns at like, you know, 50 and 50% and 60%. Right. And then, you know, there was a couple of deals that were, you know, I had made the investment for two years and the returns at 15% a year would have been like 30%. Right. And then we're getting back, you know, 50% over two years. So that's 25% a year. So like, the returns far exceeded what was on the pro forma and projections. And I know that it's not always going to be that situation, but the ones that I've, you know, selected in the good markets and in markets that were growing by um, jobs and, and by population growth and had all the right, um, the right things going for it, you know, we did win. Right. And, and that was really a big boost in like confidence in, in my decision-making. Right. Um, so, so I want to go back to like when I, when I first started looking at these deals and I remember, you know, asking some of the people that I had a lot of confidence in and a lot of, um, respect for from like their investment standpoint, because like, you know, I, I know that like, for example, my, my bonding guy, right? Like Adam, he, he's, you know, he's been a business owner his entire life. His dad was a business owner. So like he grew up in the business and he was in insurance. So like they always are understanding risk and looking at risk and, um, and, you know, just doing things that always evolve around risk. And then, you know, his dad also was really big into real estate and they, they would, he would buy like office buildings and he would buy, you know, commercial multi multifamily units and stuff. And like, so he understood how the game was played. So I remember sitting down with him and asking him, Hey, Adam, like, take a look at this, like, um, investment brochure and, and what's your opinion on it? Right. So I emailed, emailed it to him and then he, he, uh, he called me like, you know, a week, a week later. And honestly, I really appreciated his, his, um, his time and his, you know, his experience and his, um, understanding of, of the deals. And he's like, man, I would never invest in something like this. And, like, like, who are these guys? And, you know, all these questions, you know, and like, it, it wasn't actually even questions, but it was more like, you know, like these, these statements. And then, you know, like he, I understood, I understood his risk, you know, I mean, I think maybe he had previously gotten into trouble with some partners and stuff. So like, maybe that's why he, he was a little closed off on, on that standpoint. But then at the same time, it's like, for me, like I understood like partners as a good thing. Like I, you know, to, to create the construction business that I currently had, right? Like I had, to, I create, I had a partner, right? And that partner, you know, did everything they said they were going to do. And like, we were aligned and where we were going and like everything just made sense and worked. So like, I wasn't opposed to partners. Whereas like Adam's situation, like his dad had grown that insurance company. And like, I, over the years he brought on team members. Right. But I, he was overall the main guy of the, of the insurance company. So it wasn't really based around partners 
as as much as like there was partners, but they they weren't like um, like he didn't grow the business like with a partner. Right. Like they didn't start from zero and, and, and grow and like put all the blood, sweat and tears and they're sitting at, in the conference room late at night. And then like they got no business, but they're just still putting in the time. Right. Or even like, you know, like I remember with my partner, like we were he was, you know, maybe 40 years older, than uh, maybe 35 years older than me. Right. And he was traveling around, you know, all throughout the southeast with me going to um, all these different outreach events and, you know, like I, I respected partners. Right. So, so Adam, you know, he said, I, I wouldn't invest in this deal. Okay. So then the next guy I asked was my accountant and, um, my accountant was like, uh, you know, I I've seen a lot of guys, you know, do well with this stuff, you know, and like he didn't, my accountant didn't have a understanding of, of, of the, of like how these deals really were structured, but he, he did say that, you know, I've seen some guys do really well with this type of stuff. So that was, that was definitely a boost of confidence. And then I started asking some of the other people in my life, like my father-in-law and my business partner. And honestly, they'd never even like heard of deals like this. Right. And, and the, cause these deals are a little nuanced, like they're, they're offering memorandums, they're private placements. So like, it's, it's all done like by like who, you know, and what, you know, right. It's not like, Hey, like I, I'm, this is Apple stock. Everybody knows about it. You can find all the financials about it. Like it's, it's more of like a closed group, um, who, you know, what, you know, type of thing. So, so my father-in-law and business partner, both guys in their mid fifties, you know, at the time, um, didn't really understand, um, or, or not even understand, but they didn't even, they had never even really heard of these types of investments. Right. So, so you know, I, I, I was moving forward with the deal, but I just was like, ah, you know, I, I, some of the people that I, I, I wanted to have known about it or be able to say like, Hey, Oliver, yeah, you, you know, this looks good or doesn't look good. Didn't really have an understanding of it. So I, I had to kind of do my own research. Right. And, and, and honestly, that's why I had found those deals in the first place is because I was already doing the research. Right. Um, and you know these the these investments complemented what I was already doing right like I was already in construction I was already um in real estate you know I was the only thing that was a little bit different was like the real estate that I was doing didn't have partners it was like more of like doing deals that I could you know control or buy on my own right um and and you know obviously there's, there's upside with that, right? Cause you have all the control, but then there's downside to that. Like you have all the control. So if there's a problem, it's going to be you that has to go take care of everything. And number two, like then you, you kind of limit yourself to the, to the size of the deal that you can go after. Right. So like some, for example, like some of these deals that are selling out, right. They, these were like one deal was a, was a uh, purchase for $9 million. Um, so like $10 million deal basically. Um, and like up prior to that, the, the one of the largest purchase prices of the deal that I had ever bought was like, you know, 400 grand. Now after renovations and stuff and value creation, like I was in, I created, you know, a couple million dollars of, of value, but like, you know, these deals just based off a of pure purchase price were, you know, 10 to 20 X of what I had previously bought. Right. Um, so that, that is a, 
a benefit of having partners, right? Your ideas and your, um, your, your, what, what you're going after can expand, right? Cause there's more capacity. Um, so, so these deals were, um, were, were similar to what I was currently doing, um, in a, in a sense, right? Like it wasn't like, I, all of a sudden I wanted to go buy a hair salon, right? It was construction. I was already in construction, right? And what I mean by construction, I mean like there was renovations that needed, needed to be done at the property. And then from a real estate standpoint, I was already buying, you know, like, you know, duplexes and triplexes. And now I was just taking that and going bigger and going like hundred plus unit properties. Right. And I made the decision to move forward and you know, now my experience is like, these deals do work, you know, and, and, and there's reasons why they work. And then, and now I, I understand those reasons why they work. And now after understanding the reasons why they do work, I can now see why some of these deals would not work. And now my experience will help me to guide and guide me through what deals to partake in and what deals I need to stay away from. Right. And that's it. That's a good feeling because like there was definitely a leap that I had to make, right? Like there was a there was a point in time where like the people that I knew could only bring me so far, right? And they brought me to like you know, you know, point six out of ten, right? So like from six to ten, I had to kind of make that leap in decision making to say like, hey, yeah, I'm going to move forward with that, or I'm not going to move forward with it. And that the, the leap that I made wasn't actually from six to 10. Like I had also done my own research and got an understanding and, and honestly had understood real estate because I had previously made money in real estate. That's why I even had the resources to even invest in these deals is because I, 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 I had made money in real estate. So I had an understanding of it wasn't like a blind investment by any means. Right. So like I understood. I understood the deal. And so, and I was continuing to do research on just like multifamily as a whole. And then, you know, the, I bridged the gap maybe, you know, and now I was like seven, eight, nine, right? So my jump was really maybe one point, but it still was like a jump to, to, and a leap in, in, in having faith, right? Of like what was possible instead of like the, the risk or the cost of, of what I was doing, right? And, um, and it goes back to the, the age old principle that if you don't plant any seeds, don't ever expect to receive the crop, right? So like going back to, you know, some of the people in the beginning that were like, Hey, I would never invest in these deals. Like, well, like what am I going to invest in then? Right. And like they also didn't have answers to that. And like these people are good people. Like they've helped me so much in, in business and understanding like the risk in my own business and like, I respect them and appreciate everything that they've done um, so far. Right. But like at the same time, like you, you have to go back to the principles and like, if you're not planting seeds, if you're not, if you're not making investments, right. Like don't expect to receive the rewards. Right. So like these investments that I made, like I put it into the ground, like it's like putting a seed into the ground. I, I put the investment into, um, to the property, my bank account went down, right? And then I started getting little returns back, right? Like I, you know, when you're planting a seed, like you, you still, we still had to do work, right? Like you still got to water the seed, right? And then you got to, 
I, you can't just go there and dig up the seed and say, Oh, I, I, you know, I, I want my, I got my money back. Like you it's your original money. You didn't, you didn't, it's not bigger. It's not more, right. It's just the original money. So I had to keep that seed in the ground and keep watering it and keep, you know, pruning it. And then all of a sudden, you know, it, it started to reap rewards and, and make fruit and like pro- provide the crop, right? Like stuff that w- I can live on and, 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 and not only for me, but like my family and my community. And then like the reason why we were able to even sell it for a higher price than we bought it for, right? Was because we added real value in a real marketplace, right? And, 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 and for a community, right? That community that was previously had boarded up buildings everywhere. Now all of a sudden, um, you know, the kids could go out to the playground and play after school and, and there wasn't boarded up buildings. So like people could be proud of where they were living in, you know? So like we totally transformed that community. And, and because of that, we were able to find someone that was willing to pay us a premium for that asset. And when they put, when they paid us a premium for that asset, like that's the actual returns that we were able to return back to investors and slash that I, I was able to receive because I also invest in all my deals. Right. So, so with that, um, you know, if you want to reap the rewards, you also got to be willing to plant the seeds and take the risk. Right. So with love, keep putting one foot in front of the next and continue to build your legacy. Thank you for listening to The Imperfect Entrepreneur. Please remember to subscribe and leave feedback.